Everybody loves McDonald's fries. So, yes, you accused your mom of stealing some of your fries on the way home. Um, but the bag did feel a little light. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Everyone deserves a chance in the driver's seat. For GM and Revolt, that means leading the way on the road to an all-electric future and envisioning a world with zero crashes, zero tailpipe emissions, and zero congestion. GM's committed to making EVs accessible for everybody. That means you too. So what are you waiting for? GM's got the keys. You grab the wheel. Learn more about an all-electric future and the 000 initiative at GM.com. GM, everybody in. Hey, what's happening? The man is DJ Sway, the remix guy, and I just jumped off the porch with Dirty Glove Bastard. You did. You're a dealer, contract, killer, lawyer from the start. I put that dope dick down on short. I've been serving wrong. All right, so we got the legendary DJ Sway, the remix guy, jumping oh, off the porch with us, man. Absolutely. Yes, sir. Pleasure to be here, man. Nah, I appreciate you coming by today, man. You know, sure. been supporting you for a long time, man. So it's about Likewise. that time to have you up here, man. Likewise, man. It's always love. Yeah, definitely, man. And go ahead and introduce who you got sitting behind you today, too, man. Man, I got my partners, man. If you don't see me with one, you see me with the other any other day, man. My boy Marco, security, celebrity security guard. I'm going to let y'all introduce yourself, man. I'm Marco. Hey, better know what your favorite bodyguard. I'm going to show Favorite celebrities, what now? So active. Man. A whole bunch of other things. <laughs> Boy, 16 Beast checking in, man. T Tower with the Villa, aka Chief Tuscaloosa. Legendary. Here, by the way, my dog Sway, the reason that does, man. Hey, man, Wilson Jones, aka Big Jones. Me and my dog, we, man, we drop bang after bang. Man. For sure. That's my dog. Absolutely. We my man. partners, man. We, we out here working for real. Yeah, man. Welcome, guys. Welcome, man. Appreciate so, you, dog. Yeah, so Sway, let's take it back, man. So you from Douglas, Georgia, yes, right? Yes, sir. Man, I had to Google this one. You I was like, where I was is like, you ain't nowhere in the hell you knew that. I, was like, I know where Douglasville is. <laughs> nah. <laughs> but not Douglas. County, man, 912 for sure. Yeah. That's that's the crib, man. Can't wait to get back. So for what's sure. it to do in Douglas, man? Oh, um, man, if you don't play sports or any academics, I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> Honestly. Uh but nah, man, it's it's they uh it's it ain't shit to do, man, for hmm. real, but it's a lot of opportunity. Um, if it ain't no opportunity down there, man, unless you just exceed expectations, um, it's a lot harder to come out of uh, there, man. Unless you just super smart, super athletic, you got something going on. Cause you just regular, mediocre, you ain't gonna make it. Yeah, yeah, man, it's just gonna be another number. But I love my hometown, man. It's, it made me work harder than the average. You know, some people didn't come from a smaller town, so we don't get looked at. We don't get the opportunity at major cities and places like that. But, you know, it just make us better. Yeah, well, it absolutely. It make me better. What would you say were some of your keys to being able to make it out of a city like Douglas and be world famous, you know? Man, uh, being different, doing something that nobody's doing. Um, and that's anything if, you know, I played sports. I was, uh, I was doing music, I was academically. <laughs> I mean, I'm high, man. Academically. Uh, exceeding. My grades was crazy. Um, I wasn't the smartest, but I was, I knew how to finesse. I knew I was going to uh, have a B average by the time I graduated, go to college and things like that. I already had a plan 
Um, you got to have a plan. That's how you get out of there. Yeah. You ain't got no plan. You stuck. That's anywhere, though. No, nah, that's true, yeah. man. Yeah. So what brought you? You went to Albany State, right? Yes, sir. So what brought yeah, you to Albany State? Oh, uh, man. That was one of the only ones that was super interested. I feel like they, because uh, they, they actually called me instead of just sending me acceptance letters. I got letters, but they would call me just to see how I'm doing, see how I'm doing in school and stuff mm -hmm. like that. So I feel like it was going to be more love there, and it, it definitely was. So they gave you a scholarship? Um, I didn't get a scholarship, but they accepted my ass. You feel me? I feel like they just really wanted some people, man, and I, I, I ain't take it like that. I was like, man, they calling me. They ain't giving me no scholarship, but shit, I ain't getting 100 acceptance letters either. Yeah. For no, and I wanted to go to the HBCU, to be honest. I wouldn't okay. have mind D1, but I kind of wanted to go to the HBCU, to be real. Yeah. Because my brother did, so kind of like wanted to kind of follow his footsteps as far as like college. Okay. So what were you majoring? Business information systems education. It's like really fancy for uh, <laughs> um, computer science basically. Okay. That shit was hard as fuck dog. Like what type of job can you get with that? Um, pretty much any computer science job in the world with that. Okay. Yeah man. Um, and just like any other college uh, graduate you probably not gonna get a job in your field at first anyway. I ended up being a producer, so. <laughs> <laughs> so it worked out for you. <laughs> man, racking up student loans. I hate student man. Probably never going to pay that shit. Yeah. Ain't they supposed to be paying that shit for? Biden, man. He keeps giving us these exams. He just need to wipe it out, man. He's going to have to. Because I ain't going to wipe it just, out. Just push the button, man. It's already wiped out of my mind. <laughs> 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 nah, man. Um, college was a, a great. Albany State was an amazing experience, man. Uh, I met a lot of dope people there, and it actually gave me an opportunity to get where I needed to be. Um, and I, I'm glad I didn't come straight to Atlanta, uh, because, and not to say it would have been too fast, I would have been too fast. I would have been doing too much. I wouldn't have been focused coming straight to Atlanta at 18, 19. Yeah. It's kind of hard for pretty much people that live here, probably hard for them to focus down here. I mean, it's a lot going on. Yeah, especially coming from a small town like Douglas. Yeah, it would have been, been overwhelmed. Like, it probably man, we're going to the club every night. <laughs> man, listen, I probably wouldn't have graduated, but uh, man, this, I'm glad I took the route that I took, though. Yeah. You know, with it, when it bought out to it. Yeah. I feel that. So, how did you get into making beats at first, and how old were you? Oh, my uncle, man. My uncle Derek from Miami. He from uh, Miami Gardens, man. He uh, would just come up. He's my dad's brother. He would come up to Douglas, and um, he would always be playing with FL Studio. I didn't even know what the hell it was. I was like 11 or 12 years old, and he would just be playing. But I was like, I love music, and he would just be making beats, and I didn't know what he was doing. Like, hey, what you doing? And he would kind of like show me what's going on. I think it was like FL 4, 3. Oh, I'm old, man. I ain't old, but I'm older. But... Uh, he kind of just showed me the basics and just like, hey, if you want to make beats, use this. And then I used that shit and that shit took off. So, um, yeah, man, that's, I started with my uncle. He kind of like just, you know, and I still didn't take it serious. Uh, I honestly didn't take it super serious until I got to college. Really? Um, okay. Emmanuel Hudson, if you know what that is. Um, Wild and Out, actor, stuff like that. Comedian, he a good, good friend of mine. He uh, took off with yeah, the- Yeah, you guys had that viral song, right? Yeah, so we did a song back in 09, uh, She Ratchet song with his brother. And uh, that was like the first song I ever just took off. Cause I, I mean, I was just bullshit, just making beats. He took it like, hey man, this the one. I'm like, bro, what you talking about, man? This shit not finna do nothing. <laughs> and that shit did 
30, 40 million yeah. in like a month. So um, just grinding and just keeping at it, just finding ways to motivate myself. And then once you re you feel like you reach that peak, that's when you gotta really get creative and be different. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. Like Dirty Glove Bastard, y'all do something way different than other podcast interviews. Nobody's doing this. You know what yeah. I'm saying? So that's why y'all stand out. Real I shit. feel like. Yeah, yeah. No, absolutely, man. So when you first started making beats, what were these beats sounded like? Like, did you have, were you trying to mimic your favorite producers or? Oh man, I, I used to want to be uh, Sway Tobin so bad. <laughs> that's, that's still today uh, my favorite, one of my favorite uh, producers. Uh, just, I, mean, I was just talking to my dog about it. a lot of people that we idolize, we, we love them outside of what they do. Like he came from, he was a church guy. I came up in the church. Um, I still, I drink and stuff like that, but he's just like a real humble guy and you don't meet too many producers, nobody in the industry like that a lot. Yeah. Um, and he just reminded me of myself, like real grounded, out the way, out the mix, not doing too much. Cause you got a lot of people that just do extra shit trying to get that clout to, and they feel like that's the way. It's not the way, mm -hmm. you know, I don't feel like it's the way, but, uh, people like that, man, I was just motivated and that's what kept me going. Yeah. Yeah. So how did the whole making these remix videos come about? Were you just bored? Were you just like, let me just throw this shit on the end? Man, I was, I was irritated. I was frustrated because I was like, man, ain't nobody listening to my shit for real. Even after that, cause you know, that had its peak and it was like, all right, what's next? Yeah. And um, uh, I was making beats for Thor actually through Emmanuel Hudson, because he was signed to Archive ENT, so I was sending them beats, and hmm. Thor was with them, DC Young Fly was with them, and I, I was just sending beats, sending beats, like, man, I got to get my beats out, and Thor got a few of them, but before that, I was just in this little, everybody done been there where you just ain't shit going on in slow motion, and I was just getting frustrated, I'm like, man, I'm about to do something different that ain't nobody doing, and uh, my old roommate at Albany State, DJ Tripp, shout out to Tripp, man, he was like, bro, I bet you won't goddamn remix that that ringtone that everybody be using on their iPhone. <laughs> like when the iPhone sits there. Who needs an alarm in the morning when McDonald's has sausage, egg, and cheese McGriddles and a breakfast cutoff? Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. The first came out. So I did that shit. This shit hit World Star, then it was up from there. And oh, then um, I started gaining fans. They're like, hey man, what else you got? I like shit. I don't know what else y'all want. <laughs> <laughs> so they started telling me like, "Hey, do this, do that." So I like, "Fuck it." All they want is an 808 behind that bitch. So, <laughs> and then I started doing the videos and shit. So you know, um, just being creative, different, just doing stuff like, cause I, you got a million producers, a million DJs. Mm -hmm. You know, what am I doing that ain't, that ain't nobody else doing? Yeah. So I kind of filed that line and like, it's like if anybody do it now, it's like, okay. A little mini sway, you know what I'm saying? Definitely started a trend of it, man. Yeah. So did you ever expect it to get this big to where it's at today? Nah, not for real. Cause I, you know, you start out playing bullshit and then it just take off. And uh, once it's like, damn, that one took off, that one took off, that one, and it's like back to back. Like every quarter I have two, three um, shit. Just speaking of it, not to go too deep into it, but I got songs that I did in 2015, like the Birdman joint, yeah. the Put Some Respect On My Name, the Plies, uh, You Wanna Argue, all that went viral just like this past, not even a year ago, you know what I'm saying? So it's like, the biggest thing that I get out of this that I love is it motivate the kids. Like, kids really used to go outside and dance all day. <laughs> like, they don't do it no more, they are doing some whole other shit now, but they used to 
dance all day to my music and send me videos. So it's like they doing this when they can be doing that way, you know, some other shit. So I was like, if the, if if my influence just doing something I could do in five minutes is motivating the world, why, why should I stop doing that? Yeah, so that's how I look at it. Yeah. yeah. Now, when it comes to these videos, do you have like a collection of like videos, you know, <laughs> clips that you want to use just stashed away? Or Man, is it- you know what? I got an archive now, but I, a lot of people think I just got a, a collection of videos. I just do it as I go. Yeah. I'll take what's relevant in whatever's going on, whatever situation in the video, and I just type that shit in. <laughs> like, a girl might have went to uh, JR Crickets and said, fuck nigga real loud. So I go on YouTube and type in fuck nigga, and I put them in the video. <laughs> just how that shit work. I can't explain it, man. It's like some. Remix lingo type shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now, do you normally make the beat around like what you're going to make, or is yeah, it these the instrumental? I try not to be lazy. I can go take because I got a hundred million beats just sitting there, but I try to uh, cater the beat to what the remix is about, if that yeah. makes sense. Yeah. I got you. So, what is your creative process when you're making beats then? Um, and is it different when you're doing a remix that compared to just making an instrumental that you plan to send to uh, an artist? You saying what? Say it one more time. Like, what's the creative process? The creative you know, process when you're for beats, like yeah. me, I shit, I just go down there and do that shit. I, mean, I might do that shit in the bed. To be real, is it? A, sometimes my creative process is just I might smoke one, um, grab a little Tito, take a shot or two or four maybe, and I just let it take me though, man, and. You know, um, sometimes I even go look at interviews to, to motivate myself on like why I'm even doing this. Like, okay, what, what's not just me benefiting, who else is actually benefiting off of this to even take it serious, to want to even take five to 10 minutes out of the day to listen and watch this. So I go look up different interviews, different stuff that motivate me. Or I just go find some dumb shit. That's really how I eat, bro. Like, like B-King, shout out to B-King, man. Um, I say this in almost every interview. He the one that really kind of like got me, because he was doing this before all the rapping shit. He, well, he was still rapping. Like, he was making hits for real. Like, mm-hmm. I ain't finna shit the man name like that. He was making hits. But he was doing the remix shit, too, but he would rap on it. He would always tell me, bro, go rap on it. But I don't like being like, to be honest, bro, I don't even really do interviews, but you my dog. <laughs> and I fuck with y'all. Shit, y'all fuck with everybody. I had to come fuck with y'all. So, uh. To be honest, man, I ain't, I ain't really want to be no rapper and just be on. I just want to just do my little shit, get my little money and haul that. So, but he was like, bro, that's how you going to take off. And he did that. So I was like, damn, I ain't finna do that shit. But I'm still finna kind of do what he doing, but in my own way. And I still salute, bro, for that. For um, for even really just kind of establishing this platform. Uh, so shout out to B-King, man. Absolutely, man. He's solid, man. Huh? Sure. He's solid, man. Oh, Absolutely. nah, for real, for sure. Yeah. All right, so how did the greens, beans, potatoes, tomatoes, how'd you come up with this one, man? Hey, you know that, uh, it's a meme page, The Corn. You may have heard of it. Mm-hmm. They got like 20 million followers. But um, I was just following that page for all the dumb shit. And like, everybody got their page, they wake up in the morning like, I know it's some dumb shit on this page, I need to laugh. So I get on that page and it was actually going viral already. And uh. Everybody like, at that point I already had fans, so they DMing me, calling me like, yo, you gotta do it. Not my fans calling, but my family at that point, like you gotta do it, gotta do it, gotta do it. So like if a million people telling you to do something and it makes sense, it might be a bag involved or it might just make sense for you to do it. So I did it 
and I did not expect it for it to do what it did. I knew it was going to be like a nice little vibe Thanksgiving moment, but I didn't know it was going to become that was every Thanksgiving. six, seven years later. <laughs> I didn't know I was going to be at his mom's bakery every, you know, we just started a whole annual greens, beans, tomato giveaway. We give oh, away shit. to the whole community uh, from the homeless to if we got shit left, pull up, it's yours. You know what I'm saying? We're giving away canned goods. We cooking, we giving away, but they got the best sweet potato pies in the world, dog. Oh God. <laughs> Shout out to uh, Sweet Auburn Bread Company, man. But um, it, it just became a whole phenomenon, man. I, I was not expecting that. They played in the strip clubs and they played in churches. <laughs> like every year. It's like the day after Halloween, people play this song. It's man, like, get listen, ready. I done heard it at, I heard it at a Halloween party. <laughs> So, yeah, man. So, yeah, man. So it's 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 a blessing, man. I um, it's it's definitely a blessing to be able to uh, say I did that. Yeah, yeah. And did the preacher try and sue you? Is that correct? Yeah. So what what was her reasoning? And you won the case, right? So yeah. what what was she trying to sue for? That she was just using man, her know, image, man. her voice? Yeah. Or? Man, I've been. T- I've been getting this question for the last six, seven years. I honestly don't know. <laughs> I really could. I wish I had a better answer for you. That's a boring answer, but that's all I got. I don't know. Did you ever talk to her? Uh-uh. I wish I could. Hmm. We could have made a mixtape. That shit would have been. That's oh. what I'm saying. But <laughs> but here's the thing, man. Like, and, and I, I ain't got nothing but respect for it. But the thing is, like, she ha- she's a legend. She has Grammys. She has all these things. But when she go perform, guess what they want to hear? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So it just makes sense for us to collab. But. Uh, it was an unfortunate circumstance. Uh, my shit, fuck it. My manager was trash at the time. Still trash today. He ain't my manager though. But it was just a bad situation, man. You know, having people talk for you. I just felt like if I could have spoke for her to her for myself, mm-hmm. it would have been a better situation than what happened. You know, um, not to say that either parties was right or wrong, but I just knew. I, I like to speak for myself. But yeah. that came with growing up and having experience too. Back then, I probably would have said some fuck shit. But now I know how to talk to people, you know what yeah. I'm saying? And usually these people are happy that you put them in the videos, like the the Yodel Kid, Mason, right? I shot the Yodel Kid, man. Yeah. That was a nice bag. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> nah, for real. Didn't y'all um, go on tour together? I remember you guys did <laughs> the Walmart performance. Nah, and I was like, really? They brought out Sway. Nah, I, did, I, I wasn't special enough to do the whole tour. <laughs> but I, I did get a chance to do his first ever show ever. At the Walmart, right? Yeah, it was his Walmart. It was his Walmart where he, where he <laughs> Yeah, he probably owns it by now, right? Yeah, yeah man. <laughs> he probably do. But no, nah, I, um, I did uh, pay me to come up there. And, man, I DJ for 10 minutes and made a bag. Uh, I mean, how so many times can you play the song, with, you know? <laughs> I took my brother DJ Gilt with me, man. We went up there and, and, and rocked that shit. But I mean, it was it was kids, and again, like I'm, sixty to seventy percent of my fan base is kids, so you got to think we're in 2022. Um, people that's born in 2002, three, four, they grown now, but back like ten years ago, man, I just had on this kid to come do my service. Uh, he works with uh, he works for a security company. I ain't gonna put his name out there like that, but he works for a security company. I had him to come put, put security in my home. It's like, bro, I've been rocking with you for 10 years. I did not, I, man, I, I know when I have somebody, to, I'm a real private person. So when I have someone to come to my house to do a service, I normally take the time out to take my plaques down. Cause yeah. I don't really want nobody knowing what's going on. Mm-hmm. Just be like, man, you got a big ass house. I don't want you to be like, oh, you got, you know what I'm saying? Cause, but anyway, he 
took, seen the player. He was like, oh, you, man, I've been fighting for 10 years. This kid's 21. So it's like. Grew up on your shit. Yeah, man. I make me feel old. So, you know. <laughs> um, but it's all love, man. I, I just, I love what I do. Uh, but to be honest, um, not to get off subject, but I normally tell everybody I do this because I don't, I'm a real producer at the end of the day. Mm. I do this because it's creative, it's dope, and it's still a DJ producer type of uh, situation when you do it. But I want to be in, on that, uh, you know, that Zaytoven level one day, that drummer boy. Uh, hey there, ever thought about what makes your heart beat a little faster? Oh, you mean like when you discover a new track that just speaks to you? Yeah. Or finding a movie that you can't stop thinking about? Well, get ready to feel that excitement all over again because Amazon Prime is here to take your entertainment and shopping experience to the next level. Absolutely. Prime isn't just about getting your packages quicker. It's about diving into a world of endless possibilities, from the latest releases to exclusive content you won't find anywhere else. And don't even get me started on the music. Prime offers concert specials that will transport you right to the front room. It's like being at the hottest gigs without leaving your living room. I use Prime to tap in with some of my favorite artists' live shows from any and every genre of music. Trust me, Prime is a game changer. It's like having a personalized superstore and entertainment hub right at your fingertips. So why wait? Head over to Amazon.com forward slash Prime and start experiencing entertainment like never before. Andre, like, I, man, you got to consider yourself just as good as the greats if you're ever going to be great. So I can say I want to be there. I ain't going to say I'm there yet, but, yeah. you know, I feel like I'm grinding and I got a nice fan base and it's going to happen at some point. You know, as long as, as, long as I don't quit, who the fuck going to start what I got going on? You know yeah. what I'm saying? But uh, what was the question again? <laughs> I'm just rambling off and shit. My bad. But now that brings me to my next question. It's like, do you feel like people are trying to box you in, like, they only want you to do remixes. That's exactly what I was getting to. Definitely got put in a box. Um, man, I ain't gonna name drop, but a lot of your favorite artists today, or used to be your favorite artists, whatever it is, um, they would DM me like, yo, let's do a remix, man. Let's do it, let's do it, let's do it. And we put it out, it go viral. I'm like, yeah, man, that shit was cool, that was cute, but let, let's talk about the album, what you working on? Mm -hmm. I'm trying to get more plaques. I'm well, I didn't have plaques, especially when I first started. but. I was trying to actually produce for them, but they would just want some shit to help their campaign for the gram and shit. Like, I come with promotion too, that's another thing. Produce. I, I try to be the biggest asset in the building. I come with promotion, I got a fan base, we transferring fan bases. I got this going on, I DJ at these venues, you got the whole package with just me alone, shit. So, but I would still get boxed in no matter how I kicked it to them, like, you know, uh, what else the hell you want? Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? But then I had to grow up and realize like people got their own uh, in-house producers, DJs, so why not start your own team? I got my niggas right here. You know there what I'm saying? So that you just start your own team and you just start working together. Not saying that you can't go, uh, I wouldn't say chase placements, but go get the placements with major artists, the young boys, the future, the, the uh, little babies. You still want to do that, but they already got their own team, so they don't need you for real. You know, uh, but you just gotta make people need you. You gotta be on demand. And how I feel like I did, and how I'm doing that is I'm giving, I'm gonna continue to show you, I'm giving you everything that can't nobody else do. You know, I built this shit up myself. Didn't nobody help me do none of this. I did everything on my own. Ain't no rapper, no promoter, no A&R, no PR. Ain't nobody help me do this shit. I did this shit all by myself. So with the uh, help of a lot of people that's out here doing dumb shit. But other than that, <laughs> 
I ran this shit up by myself, bro. Yeah. You know, so. Yeah, even to that point, it's like your tag has probably been heard more than <laughs> almost every producer. Yeah, man. Also, crazy. so it's like man, maybe got, not in the way that you would, you know, obviously. You man, want I just heard my page on Janet Jackson page. <laughs> my uh, my tag, like people like that. These people don't know who I am, but they know <laughs> that shit. They swear that they, everybody know that yeah. shit, man. Yeah. Do most of the celebrities do they tag you in your post or? They do now. Yeah. Um. What about when you're first starting off? Hell no. Ain't nobody getting tagged off top. <laughs> I, I lied. You, today, because the world's so sensitive, they'll flag your shit. Yeah. Oh, this is inappropriate behavior. And then, I, and if I, I just got my page back, by the way. They mm-hmm. snatch everybody. So You know, we on our third page, too. I did not know that. Yeah. Damn. Oh, yeah. Man, we time to go to fan base, dog. <laughs> but no, uh, they snatching pages, man. So it's like you kind of got to cooperate because if you see a bad coming, like, oh, damn, bitch, why you ain't tag me? You probably want to tag them because they finna report your shit. <laughs> and it take forever to get to a human with Instagram. So if they snatch it, you just sitting there unless you plugged in. I'm not plugged in with none of them folks. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. Um, was there ever a celebrity that posted your shit that, like, really blew your mind? Like, I can't believe my work made it this oh one. yeah man it's been a few uh shit kurt franklin <laughs> i know that around him is here <laughs> shout out to kurt franklin man <laughs> i mean you a church guy that's big for hey, you man. man i went to church you went to his church no hell no oh. <laughs> man <laughs> damn <laughs> man <you> mean, <laughs> i ain't going to hell for you hey but now uh <laughs> I didn't go there. I'm just saying I went. I'm not a church guy. I just went to church. Okay. And then eventually I stopped, but I still pray. Um, but uh, man, him, um, Yolanda Adams, that became a, a man. I call her auntie. Like we, I can talk to her. I can, I can get up Yolanda Adams right now. Like that's crazy. Um, who else, man? It's it's a lot of people, bro. Uh, Chance the Rapper, Missy Elliott, shit, Janet Jackson, Taraji P Hansen just posted me the other day. Uh, Juicy J, I was, I was, you know, in some business with him. We, I got a couple of placements with him. Shout out to Juicy J. Um, man, the list goes on. Two chains, man. Yeah. A lot of people that I, uh, you know, grew, not necessarily grew up, well, grew up watching, and you know, the last decade becoming fans of. Like I'm working with them, they posting, showing love. I can hit them up. Like I'm from the country, but this shit don't happen every day, so I have to embrace it. You know. Um, but still stay grinded, you know, because all this shit can get taken away. So that's why I don't need, I ain't got no chains on and shit. You know, I got my little whatever. It's just a little, I, what is the church? But <laughs> that's about it, man. Um, just, just sitting back watching people that you grew up with uh, idolize you at some point. Like um, me and Missy Ellie, we have all kind of talks, man. And I mean, if you've seen the news just recently, man, ain't nobody got, ain't not now, Female, no female has more platinum records or albums in the hip hop lane than her. So for me to be able to pick up the phone and call her, that's a that's a big deal for me. Cause she's a producer, writer, singer. I'm a producer, oh, yeah. writer, singer. So it's like we talk, we could talk all day, you know. So um, it's a blessing, man. Absolutely, it's a big blessing. How'd you get locked in with YoungBoy and get those placements? Oh, uh, I didn't get locked in with him, but uh, I was just sending the label that he, like, they couldn't, the a and I was just sending it to him. They couldn't deny it. Um, and they told me Youngboy liked my sign. So 
I just killed feeding them. And shit, you get on your boy album, congratulations. <laughs> you gonna stream like crazy. <laughs> it's automatic. It's an automatic plat, automatic number one, all that. So, you know, I'm 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 very appreciative of that. Shout out to him and his count. I don't know him like that, but shout out to them because they done pay some bills. I'm sure. Know? So it's all love. And what about Soldier Boy placement? Cut that check. Man. <laughs> Be a Draco. Man, I forgot about that <laughs> shit. Man, bro, performed that shit at an NBA game. I ain't even getting invited. That shit crazy. But uh, nah, man, that that was just some shit I did online, man. Um, I fought with Soldier, but uh, I don't know him personally. But I think bro is a a, a genius, honestly. You know, I know people. A lot of people don't. I don't care about what bro got going on outside of with the music and shit. But I think bro actually really smart. Um, but yo, enough of that. What you were saying? <laughs> well, speaking of NBA games, this Fergie remix. Oh, shit. <laughs> Bro, I crack up every time I hear <laughs> this. Hey, you know, that might that might have been one of my next biggest ones. Um, Besides the, the Catch Me Outside Girl, the Fergie one probably was the another huge one. Because ain't nobody did a better one. I ain't going to say better one. Damn. <laughs> I'm going to move on from that. But... That, uh, that probably was my biggest one. And, and I, you know what, let me tell you why I rock with Fergie, man, because Fergie didn't get mad, she ain't tripped. I know like probably behind closed doors, she, like, <laughs> she probably cussing oh, your ass. You know, but <laughs> she showed love, she shot at me out and stuff like that, but I done had some people get mad when they went viral off my shit. Like, hmm. like to the point where I probably won't be able to go to the breakfast club now. I can make the biggest hit in the world. And one of them people, one of them, one of, one of them won't be there. Angelique? One of them won't be there, <laughs> you know? And it's all love over here, but you know, I'm just doing my job. Somebody yeah. gotta do this shit. It's all love though. Yeah, it's like you don't discriminate. If you go viral, man, listen. He, you getting put in the video. Cause like you said, you, you keep it current. It's, it's like, it, it would make more sense if you didn't say anything. Or she didn't, he didn't say anything. They didn't say anything. So it's like, I threw y'all off with that one, you know that. <laughs> but nah, man, it's like, if, uh, man, fuck it, let's just put the shit out there, man. We, we dirty glove bastard, man. Come on, we off the porch. Man, I uh, remixed what Gucci said about deep pussy. Shout out, whatever. I don't know nothing about no deep pussy. All I know was that shit was a hit when I finished that <laughs> shit. And everybody was fucking with it. And then, you know, one of the guys that works there, he um he would post all my, because, you, know, you know, they got, different people that post for him and stuff like that, whatever, or however that worked. But one of the guys that works for them, rocks for me, cool, super cool guy. And a lot of my stuff would get posted. And it helped me get my strength, you know, all that, that show love. Charlemagne, cool as fuck. Um, nothing, you know, that, that's, he, I, I fuck with him. He showed, he showed a lot of love. But it's like, don't get mad about it. Don't take it personal. You know, but if you if I if I ever did a remix to somebody out there and you took it personal, you gotta deal with that shit, man. No, I was just playing, man. I apologize, <laughs> man. It's, it's the internet, man. You know exactly. This so I, you, but me personally, I, I'm confident in myself and who I am, so I don't let the internet or anybody that says anything about me dictate how I feel about myself, cause I'm already confident. But that, you have to realize and be empathetic of people that don't have that characteristic. Everybody's not confident you know, like you may be, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. But now I'm realizing that like, damn, now I gotta, and that's why I don't do as many remixes 
I don't care about the algorithm. I dropped that shit, but now I got to worry about people flagging my shit. And I, yeah, I you caught, can't lose that page. I right? caught hell get my page back just, you know, not too long ago. So it's like, man, can't win, can't lose. You try to get the people what they want, but you're always going to have somebody or a couple of whoever going to hate on it, man. It's like, but somebody got to do that shit, though. Yeah. You know. So y'all keep doing dumb shit out there so I can pay these bills. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of dumb shit, man, to catch me outside, you, you literally launched a career. I did. Does she thank you for this? What are we talking about? Her whole career. I did that. I don't take credit for nobody's whole career, man. I wouldn't. I mean, do that. you launched it. Uh, motivated the people to to uh, invest or whatever it is, or take lightliness into what you're doing. Maybe I could have contributed to something like that, but I don't. I never take control or not control, but I never take that kind of, uh, I never say I had that kind of power, honestly. I mean, I, I'm gonna be honest with you, I've been getting a million DMs from family, from homies, from strangers, fans about, oh man, you, you did this, but I'm not, not just talking about her, Any, a lot of people, if we're just gonna be real, but it's like, man, look, whatever they got going on, that's what God blessed them with. I can't take that away, because if I try to take that away or hate on that, how I'm gonna get my, not my blessings blocked cause I'm worrying about what you got going on. So I mind my business and I get my money and I stay grinding, man. I stay out of the way. So, I feel that, yeah. That was a humble ass answer, wasn't it? Yes, sir. That's how you, <laughs> I've been doing it for a minute, man. I know, boy, listen, I rock with y'all. Man, I done had some interview with them. They done remixed my ass to make, I done been on Shade Room for all kind of, when that, man, listen, man. I done, I done seen the worst, dog. So it's like, um, you just, you just never know, man. At the end of the day, bro, I, it's like, well, and, and I hate I hate to keep, you know, just uh, glorifying where I'm from, but it's like when you from a certain place where you, the opportunity is not ever going to come again, like, to be honest with you, the most, the two most popular, maybe even, I ain't, we going to talk about money. I know who the richest. Tyree Hill is definitely the richest person from where I'm from. But outside of me and Tyree Hill, there's not like a lot of people that's getting that opportunity that shine. Tyree Hill, he's, he just got $120 million, by the way. He, Shout out to the Dolphins, man. Come on, man. I'm a Miami fan. Nah, nah, I got to be a Miami I'm, I'm a Tyree Hill fan. I ain't going to come a Miami <laughs> come fan. Come on, man. Jump on the bandwagon. I can't do it. I'm, I'm a dirty bird, unfortunately, right now. But uh, what were we talking about? Coming from a small town. Yeah. That <laughs> shit sound like a damn album. <laughs> <laughs> but nah, man, coming from, uh, from where I'm from, it's like, if I mess up, then now I'm just another number. You know, Atlanta, man, you got a million superstars. There's not a million superstars in South Georgia. For I mean, there are, but when when you're gonna know that, who knows, you know? Uh, I'm actually finna do a whole mixtape with nothing but people from South Georgia. You That's know? hard right there. I'm definitely gonna do that, man. I'm gonna come holler at you too. But um, it's, it's just one of those things, man, you just got to appreciate it and not fuck it up. That's what it boiled down to. You know, I done came this far. I got all these people in this small town looking up like, hey, this Tyreek doing his thing, Sway doing his thing, such and such doing their thing. This all we got, for real, that's on that kind of level. Like, you know, uh, big following. Just speaking on the, the notoriety that we're getting. Him on a professional football level, me as a platinum, multi-platinum, number one billboard producer. You know, people look at that and people idolize that, so I can't fuck that up. 
I can't mess that up. Yeah. No, that's real, man. Yeah, like you man. Said, all them people looking out to you, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, I, I appreciate God for that one, for sure. So what's next for you, Swade? Can you reveal any placements you got coming up? or? Uh, I got one with Monica. Okay. Uh, I got one. Man, me and Missy working on a lot of stuff. I can't, you know, just say when or what we're about to drop, but it's a lot, man. Um, still, still working with, uh, man, these, I'm working with this guy right here, for one. Uh, Wednesday Jones, man, one of the hottest rappers in Atlanta. He been doing this for a minute. Uh, had the best 401 Pain anthem in the world <laughs> produced by me. If you know what 401 Pain is, uh, oh, yeah. that was a situation. Me and my boy 16, I'm glad you asked. We working on a, a, a kid's album. You know, he has, really? a, he has a, uh, a daughter and I have a son that I just had a uh, shot to my son. Oh yeah, KB. congrats on that. Appreciate that, man. man. So we finna start doing kids music because what him, what him, what he was telling me was once you start getting in the car and riding around and want to listen to kids music, you're going to have a hard fucking time finding songs. <clears throat> Excuse me. Because kids bop, it ain't really for black kids. <laughs> it ain't really for, it, it's, it's, kids bop is like, it's, I ain't want to talk about kids bop, but it's like, <laughs> these kids want some trap bop, man. So it's like, you know, me and him, we're we finna do a whole camp, man. He has a studio, he, he has a few studios he works out of, so we're finna do a, a kids camp, a remix camp, uh, where we take kids in and show them how to engineer, produce, write songs and stuff like that. Uh, they not, it ain't just finna be random kids, they gotta send in a resume to, uh, to remix entertainment, say, what's your grades looking like? Mm. Uh, you know, have you been in any trouble? Did you go to jail in the last six years? Not six years, six months, you know. <laughs> it, it's just different things that we're gonna require before you can just get in the room because it comes with big benefits. Uh, a lot of the kids, if we work with them, if we do something together and it happens to get placed with anything, any sinks, they're gonna get a percentage of that. Ain't no other producers, nobody's doing that for these kids. So it's like, um, it's just a whole bunch of stuff, man. I'm working with a lot of major artists and stuff like that, labels and stuff, but I put way more passion into what I do with my team. I spend all day, all night working with these guys. Uh, so that's what I'm working on. No, that's dope right there. Yeah, some man, major shit that. coming up, man. For sure. All right, you got any shout outs you'd like to give before we wrap it up here, Sway? Oh, man, shout out to my mama. Shout out to my daddy, man. Shout out to my nieces. Shout out to the team. Shout out to BSGO, M16 Entertainment, Marco the Security Guard. Uh, shout out to DGB, man. Shout out to y'all off the porch. Um, am I missing anybody? I think that's good enough. Cool. You say who? Oh man, KVM. I'm shout him out all day. That's that's my little king, man. Shout out to Coco. Uh, but yeah, man. That's, yeah, man. I, I chill, man. I don't need to do nothing but make beats and chill, my son, man. That's all I be doing. Everybody loves McDonald's fries. So, yes, you accused your mom of stealing some of your fries on the way home. Um, but the bag did feel a little light. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. -ba -ba.